When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Griffin. And I'm Steven. I'm Bones. And this is Killed to Death. And it's the Improvised True Crime Podcast with two of us. Griffin and Steve. Uh, and I want to shout out uh, Zach Aaron for our special theme song. Yeah, you know what that means. It's been a few weeks since we've done it. <laughs> you know what that sound means? It's been a while because we don't play it's, it that often. Yeah. It's been, a, it's been a while, and now we're playing it again. But those are the official lyrics. We are Griffin and Steve, and we do solve murders. That's true, and it actually gives a lot more context for listeners up top. So uh, if this is your first episode, you're lucky, because normally the lyricless version gives you nothing to work with. And yeah, and a dark. lot of listeners, I like to imagine listeners starting out every episode with like their eyes closed and their hands out in front of them trying to figure out what's going on. Well, I will say it's better with eyes closed. You should listen to all of these apps, eyes closed. That's just a rule. Yes, whether you're on a treadmill, uh, commuting into work. You can't commute to work on a treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> I keep trying. <laughs> yeah, boss, I'm going to be late again. <laughs> keep cranking it up. <laughs> they should make a treadmill that when you run, you actually move. That'd be awesome. They Well, you can do that at the airport. I, tr- I crank those things up. I get in there. Oh, yeah. Rewire them so they're That's where you do faster. all your exercises? Yeah, you also lift those two batons towards airplanes to signal them in. Yeah, I got two the dumbbells and I'm flying. <laughs> <laughs> the planes flying in based on my brightly colored weights. Um, speaking of travel, um, th- there's a Netflix show um, that is uh, it's a good one. It's a lot of people talking about it, at least in the circles I run in. Uh, it's Beef on Netflix. Have you watched this? I have not watched this. Okay, I'm only halfway through, but it's a good show. I like it. But um, at its core, it's about an incident about road rage. Two people getting mad on the road at each other. So what we are going to give you today is a couple examples of what makes us mad on the road. Maybe the kinds of things you guys should stop freaking doing oh, out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, what makes me um, mad on the road? Someone not signaling. Uh, yeah. uh, not using their left blinker, their right blinker, not giving me the finger to let me know they're upset because then I have no way of knowing, no. not holding out signs out the window that say, hey, you know, uh, my name's Cole. This is a Subaru. <laughs> yeah, and I honestly, I think uh, a great shortcut that a lot of people should be using more is the bumper sticker for that. The bumper sticker is a yeah. great way to communicate a lot of things, especially if you want to commute lo- communicate longer messages you can only say so much with a blinker. Uh, can I can I actually go twice in a row? Yeah. 
Something else that makes me pissed on the road um, is when people don't use shortcuts. Um, Because it it makes for traffic jams. It makes the roads more packed. It makes more cars around me. There's so much open space. There's grass next to every road. There is sometimes Sometimes if you're out in the country, there's fields and fields. Yeah, there's parks. And no, everyone has to crowd in the same little gray square. You'll notice when you watch car ads where they're not uh, on the roads. Uh, That's because that's what these cars are built for. They're built for all terrain. They're built for four wheel drive and they're built to be in canyons and valleys. So get out there. Drive your Subaru off a cliff. All right, Steve, you you have to do. Sorry. That's that's what the front bumper sticker that you have says. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, it's a response to the sign I assume I'll get at some point. (laughs) But it's it's backwards like an ambulance on the front. People should have front bumper stickers more. I've never seen that in my life. Yeah, I guess it's because you're never uh, driving in reverse in front of another car on the highway. (laughs) Speak for yourself. Steve, you have to get you have to say two things in a row that make you mad on the road. One thing that makes me freaking cheesed on the road is uh, when my brakes are cut, when an enemy has <laughs> <laughs> cut it out for me, and all of a sudden I'm slamming and stomping, and I'm realizing what's been done, and I'm like, ah, I wish I could stop. You know? I hate when enemy gives me a false map that and end slices my brakes. That gets me to the top of a big hill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the map leads me to the top of a hill, and then it leads me down the hill, and that's when I realize, oh boy. Enemy uh, and- has so many tricks. <laughs> An enemy so mean. Um, and speaking of We sound enemies, like Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, that, that is that whole movie. They're like shaking their fist at enemy. They're like, ooh, we gonna get him. They really <laughs> and, hate enemy uh, in that movie. <laughs> yeah and by the end so do i i'm on team maverick <laughs> i went into that movie yeah liking enemy but <laughs> <laughs> the jake gyllenhaal movie uh not by the end um the other thing i hate getting hit with the blue shell yeah i used to be in first you but <laughs> you, I, I remember you talking about this earlier but you also hate getting hit by the red and green shells, so I don't know what you want. I like to toss the shells. I like to have a little buddy of mine who's open in the, like we open up the back of the hatchback, and he kind of sits in the back, and he tosses out the shells for me. His head's a mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of the guys from The Last of Us. <laughs> oh, right. They should put him in Mario Kart. <laughs> that would be so funny. Just a horrible, horrific Toad, code Yoshi, <laughs> Last of Us zombie. <laughs> Full zombie. <laughs> um, yeah, and he tries to strangle you while you're trying to drive. Oh, and instead of do, Rainbow right? Road, there could be Boston. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so funny. One of the maps was uh. just like an incredibly accurate map of a city. <laughs> Open course, no finish line. <laughs> and you just get to drive around St. Louis or something. Uh, okay. Um, everyone, the things we said, don't do them. Stay safe out there. Um, but you know something that's not safe? Murder. Oh. You want to solve one? I'd love to solve a murder. <clears throat> the victim. 
Mark North found dead in a bunker. Today's guest, Charles Limperfun, a prepper who found the body. Charles, hello. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks Thank for coming you for on. being here. Yeah, thanks for listening. Most people aren't listening to my story right now, and it's bothering me. You're trying to get it out there. I want people to know the dangers of being in other people's preps. Well, now, what is, I guess we got to start off with yeah, this. What is a prepper? Yeah. A prepper is someone who, one, classy, two, intelligent, <laughs> three, someone who plans ahead. I'm all three of those things. You do, you do appear to be very classy. I love your getup. Thank you very much. Thank you. You know, not many people have commented on my getup, but I like when they do. It draws me to them. How would you describe I'm drawn it? to you. Thank you. And How would you describe two? it? Yeah. Oh, my getup? I hate to say the same thing again, but one, classy. Two, a little alpha, but not too much. A little more like sigma, if you will. Three, I'm just the guy who likes fine clothes, fine materials. This is all polyester, and it's a sweater. Doesn't get better than it's that. It's just a polyester sweater. It's a polyester sweater, yes. It's fine. <laughs> it's pretty decent. It I could put on something nicer, but it when times are tough, you know, I just discovered my boy Mark and I just want to wear something cozy. It's a casual well, show oh, also. Well, I just meant no pressure for any future guests as well. I don't want to set this up that you need to dress a certain way for our show. You can dress however you'd like. Yeah, you, I was told I don't even need to wear clothes, but I thought I would put them on today. Yeah, Griffin likes to put that in every email, just in case. Yeah, that's the subject. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And then, and then in the body, a few paragraphs in, it'll be like, anyways, it's an improvised true crime podcast. <laughs> that's, that's what I got, yeah. And he sends reference photos, too, which is really cool. Yeah, of what no clothes looks like. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised. Now, you're thinking it's a nude photo. It's not. It's just a wall. Just a blank yeah. space. A lot of things are no clothes. Yeah. Yeah. The most. Exactly. <laughs> it's Almost a nice everything. mountain vista. <laughs> <laughs> a uh, pff, nice pair of jeans. Ah, oh, so close. That would be a picture of clothes. That's clothes. That's clothes. You ever seen clothes on peanuts? Uh, Mr. Peanut. Mr. Peanut. You ever seen clothes on M and M's? Shoes. Green oh yeah. Wear well, shoes. they took those away. Or did they just change them? I don't know oh, where yeah. that ended. I think they gave her cleats. <laughs> M and M's should become like. Back. Wasn't she getting too hot? I think she was getting too hot. Yeah. She was getting hotter over the years. Oh yeah, dude. You need to Aging look this up. Well, yeah. M and M and the and the one M stands for MILF. <laughs> the other one we don't know. Yeah. MILF and mystery. That's what it is. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> mystery MILF. Yeah, those M and M's. So you are um from what you've described, just a classy, intelligent guy. Nothing else to mm-hmm. being a prepper? Yeah, no, I like to plan ahead. A lot of people say it's paranoia in prepping. I disagree. It's prepping in itself, the word is just you're preparing. You know, it's just a French derivative of that word. So I'm a simple guy who just likes to prepare. So for myself, I prepare for things like when, you know, too many people are after me trying to kill me, you know, much like your enemy. Yeah. Same, Mm -hmm. same thing, Mm -hmm. right? I'm just planning for that ahead of time. So I build a little thing. Some say it's a dungeon. I say it's a prep tomb. 
all the normal stuff. And I just prepped. I got usual stuff. I got a lot of uh, a lot of snacks down there. I got a bed. Oh, so you, this is like a hideout bunker in case people are after you. You can just, you know, camp out for a few months underground. Easy. I could be down there for two years. Easy. Without wow. having to come up. Mm-hmm. Wow. What kind of snacks do you got? What can last? Got M&M's right off the bat. Easy. I got some white bread. I have a couple cans of tuna. That bread is going to go bad fast. No, no. It's in, it's in the cupboard. It's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. And just some don't mayo. open the cupboard and then it's fine. Yeah. The air doesn't get to it. Mayo? And, uh, yeah, I got mayo and a spoon too. I'm not crazy. I'm not just going to eat mayo without a spoon. And um, for snacks, that's about it. <laughs> but I got other fun stuff down there too. I mean, obviously, you might get bored. Let's say that you actually have to hide from enemy for two years. Like, what what, what does that look like with two years down there? Um, it's, uh, it's a lot of self-discipline. You can't let yourself get crazy. A lot of people might get down there and start losing their minds start scratching the walls eating and eating their awful choice yeah you got to keep it cool you got to be level-headed when you go in you got to be level-headed while you stay in and then you got to be level-headed when you get out so you bring scissors to cut your hair so you feel like you're still a part of society oh yeah you you bring a lot of vhs movies because dvds aren't going to work down there trust me i've tried (laughs) and then you uh watch a lot of movies cut your hair and if you feel so inclined you can work out it's up to you so and cool. why don't the DVDs work? Did you figure out that? Well, it's really difficult to explain. Bad reception? Something like that. It's actually just they don't work in a VHS player. It's just the wildest oh, yeah. part. Yeah. So but your VHS is due. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't okay. that crazy? Mm. Yeah. Technology. So, I mean, this is almost like a desert island scenario. What What are the movies you're bringing oh, that you'd watch over and question. over? That is a fantastic question. What's Thank What's you. in your bunker? Oh, first of all, I have all of One Tree Hill because I'm not missing out on that show ever. And then I have all of Friday Night Lights, two bangers. That's going to keep me busy for four months alone. They put those on VHSs? Well, you had to record it on the television with a VHS and then you get to. Oh, so you got ads too. So you can still feel like you're watching live TV. Yeah, you're catching on pretty quick, young man. Look at you. Maybe you should be a prepper. No, is the is the underground uh, bunker on your property? Well, here's where it gets a little finicky, right? Because we all know we live in North America. We have property lines, but property lines don't go underground. So mm. you can, in theory, have your little dungeon, if you will, completely under a neighbor. Thank you. Yeah, prep tube. I just for the audience, you know, I have it actually going three houses down. That's how big it is. But it is. It it's starts two houses of just crawling before it gets more open. But once it gets open, why it's did about, you choose to go away from your house? Where's the enemy gonna go? Ah, to my house. right, right. And then, mm-hmm. what if they go down and just crawl for a bit? Wouldn't they find you? Yeah. Uh, well, they could if they have the balls to do that. That's true. I imagine it's scary. There's like it's a sign at the scary. entrance that just says "I dare you." Yeah, keep, keep little, I, I put up fake cobwebs. No one's ready. It's like Halloween, Halloween sound there. effects. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Monster Mash is playing 24 7 down there. No one's going past that, past those cobwebs. And no way you're going insane. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm fine. I am okay. I'm good. How long did it take you to build? Four months, give or take. 
Hmm. You can. That's yeah, pretty fast. Drink, That's fast. Yeah. yeah, you drink a lot of Powerade, and you just don't really sleep a lot. You can dig a tunnel much faster than you think. And again, the the bunker itself isn't huge. You don't need a lot of space, especially if you're there by yourself. Hmm. So that was probably took the most. It took about three weeks straight. The tunnel took about like what's that? Five weeks. How do you get all sure. your stuff down there? Like, how do you get a fridge in there if it's this narrow tunnel to get in? Yeah, that's that's mistake number one. Let me tell you, you sound like an amateur prepper. You have no fridge down there. I'm less than everything. Amateur. You have a cupboard. You have, yeah, you mayo. have a cupboard. Yeah, yeah, I got mayo in a cupboard. I'm not crazy, but you can't you can't have a fridge down there. It's this this not gonna work, man. You're right. The fridge is gonna go bad quick, and then it's gonna smell you. Ever smell <laughs> the fridge? That thing's not gonna work in the VHS place. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, no fridge, but it's a couch you have to disassemble. You know, you ever heard of Ikea? Ah, you brought it down in little pieces and boxes. Yeah, smart. Exactly. You can open the box and not assemble it right away. You can open the box, take stuff out, crawl, crawl back, take another leg, crawl, crawl back, take another leg, crawl, crawl back, get the instructions, crawl back, make it in there. And so how big is the actual, like, opening? Like the tunnel itself? No, sorry, the, the room. Your tomb. The, the prep tomb, of course. Um, the prep tomb. It's a, it's a solid six by eight square meters. Are you guys good with meters? Yeah, six by six square. By so like a, a generic bedroom? Some would say that. that. Yeah, some would say yeah. that. Some would say a very luxury prep Actually, tomb. Actually, that's pretty big. Yeah, it's not bad. You don't need more. I mean, it's your lingo. Uh, Griffin, did something odd happen to you? No, I was looking around my bedroom thinking about how many meters it was. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were looking for enemies. Smart, though, to look over your shoulder at all times. If an enemy was present, I would have just spotted him. You would have, yeah. And it's game over. The <laughs> it's is game up. over, bro. Game over for the enemy. No more sneaking around. <laughs> now, See, I... well, today you're looking over your shoulder. Tomorrow you're building a prep tomb. Now, I have to ask because the, the word tomb has a lot of connotations uh mostly involving it as a final resting place is that at all around why this is called that or is this just like a fun name no you know you're i can tell you're a man of history you know your stuff uh it really is at the end of the day i think uh it's last resort for a lot of us preppers you don't want to have to live down there but mm. you know we call it a prep tomb because we know it's gotten too far and we will die down there and if I die at the hand of my enemies in my prep tomb, it's the way I want to go. Oh, so you're thinking that it's going to be, you're going to go hide for two years down there because that's the amount of time it'll take for the enemy to come find you. Yeah, like I said, it's scary at that entrance, man. So you're just <laughs> delaying them getting to you. This isn't about survival. It's inevitable, man. It was written down in the scroll years ago. It's going to happen. They're going to get to me. Do you already know who's after you? sound like a cop when you ask something like that sorry uh what's up do you already know who's after you <laughs> oh yeah um I i've done some people wrong for sure a couple oh, ex-girlfriends yeah. um their dads this is gonna be a bunch of your ex-girlfriends <laughs> oh, i was a dog back their in the day dads mm -hmm. yeah their dads got mad at me it's always this weird uh like alpha trying to one-up me kind of thing i don't get it oh but good luck one-upping a sigma yeah <laughs> thank you thank you boys yeah 
Also, how cool <laughs> would it be to just be dead, surrounded by a bunch of ex-girlfriends in your prep tomb that you built? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the dream. I don't know about cool, <laughs> but yeah. uh, sick as hell. Sick as hell. Yeah, but I mean, what is maybe not sick as hell is to die in someone else's prep tomb. I mean, this mm-hmm. is your friend, um, Mark North. Mark North. Mark North. <laughs> And Mark North. Mark <laughs> <laughs> the fastest wins. And um, okay, the, I said it pretty fast then. You yeah, win. Griffin, you, you definitely won that. Yeah. You if he was win. alive, he would have loved to hear how fast you said his name. But he's not. He's dead. Dude. But it's a nice. It's a. Uh, I think a nice tribute. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm sure wherever he is, he's smiling. Yeah. Thinking about it. Thinking about you guys ra- racing to say his name. So to, uh, take us through finding the body. I mean, what what day was this, and uh, what was going on? Yeah, I went I went down for my uh, weekly tunnel cleaning. You know, adding a little mm-hmm. more fake cobwebs, making sure there's not too many real ones because I don't want to be scared of having to crawl in there. Hey, and key. I yeah. exactly, it's gross. I'm uh, crawling, cleaning. I'm about halfway through the tunnel, and it's completely dark in there. Keep in mind, you could bring a flashlight. But it's it's not cool to bring a flashlight. And I I quickly came face to face with what felt like a nose and lips and eyes and a face, I'd even say, possibly. It felt like a human face was touching my face. Oh, I hope it was just peeled grapes, uh, a bunch of spaghetti instead of the brain you thought you felt. (sighs) Griffin, you're going to hate what I'm about to tell you next. Oh, no. It was a face. No. It was Mark North's face, Mark I North. swear. Damn. <laughs> That's quick. Damn, Steve. That was That's very a big quick. victory. Yeah. Mark's going to like that one. He's either looking up, looking down, or looking through a haze as he wanders the earth. <laughs> yeah, That's true. Yeah, what's your yeah. read on that? Uh, we can... Oh, yeah. Do you think your friend went to hell? Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah? Definitely. Okay. Yeah. He's got some uh, skeletons in the closet. Uh, no, he just wasn't baptized, so mm, straight to hell. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Hey, blame his parents. I would have <laughs> baptized him if I had the chance. Not enough time. Not enough time. He's dead. So. So you came face to face. Yeah. Yeah. Face face to face. Almost some might some might say we're kissing, but I hardly kissed him, and I'm sure he would say the same thing if he was around to say it. And so I had to physically push him back, all oh. the way. The full length, that sec- the second half of the tunnel. Exactly, the second half uh, of the tunnel. I had to keep pushing him, but he had been. You didn't think, oh, I'll pull, I'll pull him out. I mean, it's halfway through. It's it's. Yeah, it's halfway through. It's like you know, are you positive or negative? You know, how do you look at the glass half full, half empty? That's right. How do you look at your prep tomb's entrance tunnel? Yeah, and do I where want... your dead friend lies in it on uh, back half or front half? I chose the back half. <laughs> right, I'm kind of a negative person. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you you got me yeah <laughs> so i mean i was miserable pushing him the whole way there had to keep dragging him and he's he's been dead keep in mind maybe two three four weeks or something at this point so he was really decomposed a little bit and it was just like got to a point where i was just pushing just a mush all the way out and he flopped down he flopped in and that's when I finally got to take a one last look at my good friend Mark. That was tough, man. It was not. It was not. It was not fun. It was not good to see him almost uh, 
almost entirely uh, muscle and blood. Did he know where your tomb was, to the best of your knowledge, before then? Like, had he been down there before? He's one of the few people that I brought down there. I only bring trusted friends down there because I have most of my treasure under my bed in there. I don't want all of my friends to know how to get to it. Right. Yeah. So, uh, he, he like definitely Sounds like it is knew. just under your house, and then the tunnel. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if you want us to censor that uh, on the episode. No, or yeah, do you mind bleeping that, maybe? No problem. Luckily, just saying your house is is general enough for most listeners not to know. That okay, is true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. But we know North America. We are honing in. I'm in Mexico. <laughs> you shouldn't have said it. <laughs> you just wrote <laughs> it down <laughs> more. <laughs> Shit. I, I'm not in Mexico City. Well, we don't city. know what city. Okay. <laughs> it's not Mexico City. So you don't have to narrow it down. <laughs> you Stop don't have saying to help anyone. I'm, either. I'm not narrowing it down. It's 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 not being narrowed down. Narrowed down. I'm not on Fuego Drive. Exactly. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm I'm not 81 Fuego Drive in Mexico City, Mexico. So, anyways, no, so, I don't have treasure either. If you did have treasure, what are what are you talking about? It's a bunch of Pirates of the Caribbean merch. It's the coolest shit ever. Worth a lot. Original cutouts, uh, toy guns. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the guns they the use. Gu- oh, yeah. I guess yeah. they do have guns. They, they do, do have, have guns. guns. Yeah, they do. They, 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 have, they have the old big old pistols. Pirate style is one of the, the rare fighting forms where they're using both guns and swords. Yeah. That's you, true. You watch, That's damn. A really good point. You ever watch... Uh, um, deadliest warrior remember that show oh that yes. show rocked it was wild <laughs> yeah. insane show i feel like i watched an episode that was what if it was teddy roosevelt versus a ninja yeah no <laughs> way that's so, so awesome and i think it was that teddy roosevelt they were like teddy roosevelt would shoot at the ninja but would run out of bullets <laughs> and that's when the ninja would get him when he reloads eight, that's eight when the times ninja... out of ten that ninja gets teddy all day <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny the funniest thing was every obviously every weapon on deadliest warrior is a lethal weapon um not the film but an actual weapon and they had like a doctor on who was like always consulting so they'd have that like gelatin thing that's like replicating oh, yeah. a human head and it's like decapitated <laughs> and every time the doctor's like so you can see here wow this would be a lethal blow to yeah. The, like yeah everyone yeah, is lethal <laughs> You remember you'd like, oh, a sword jam would really fingers. be fatal. <laughs> yeah. Sorry? He'd always be jamming his fingers into like the wound, and he's like, oh, yeah, right here is the, the contact exactly. mark. This got it. He's <laughs> like, you could see where the bullet entered his brain. Yeah, that's where he died. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that guy has a dream job. You just go on there and bullshit about why this gelatin is dead after it got lit up by a shotgun or something. <laughs> it's great. Um, I think it, I just think it sucks to make like kind of a mockery out of death. Like deaths are real tragedies people face all the time. Yeah, it and just to happened to be Mark. so lighthearted about it. Su- kind of sucks just for entertainment. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel weird about it. That's okay. So we're gonna well, do is take to... it. <laughs> you go. No one has to die anymore after Mark. No, Mark will be the last well, one. What I was thinking, sorry, before you go to break, yeah. what I'm thinking is this for sure then, whoever did this to Mark had to also be one of your trusted friends. <gasps> oh, crap. Whoa. Now, what we're oh, going to do is take a man. quick break. When we come back, we find out which trusted friend probably done it. 
Also, I loved A Thousand and One Ways to Die. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That show was traumatizing. I remember I came across it as a kid, and this guy got pissed on when he was playing golf. Like, a rat pissed on him, and he got an infection and died. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was so random. Don't stand there long enough that a rat can piss on you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I think he was just, like, old and didn't notice it was happening. <laughs> like, how would you just go? Like, you'd have to just like not shower for so long. How would that get infected? <laughs> like, yeah, I would just let the piss sit on him for days. Yeah, it's like bubbling on his skin, just wrapped. <laughs> yeah, do something, man. And we're back on Killed to Death. I'm still here with Griffin. No nickname. Pending. And of course, I'm still here with uh, Charles Limperfun. Charles? Still here. Thanks. Thanks for being here, Steve. It means a lot to talk to me. And uh, <laughs> you, you mentioned off the top that uh, no one else was willing to hear your story. Uh, who else did you, did you try and tell this tale to? Almost everybody at Starbucks that I bump into. No one wants to hear it. Wow. Yeah. What do they do? Tell me I'm weird. Why am I wearing a silk sweater and nothing else? Tell me I shouldn't be in this establishment. I don't know. But Ask for coffee weird. back. Thank you. You're not I'm weird. A you're a prepper. Uh, you're classy. You're intelligent. And you're you're looking ahead. You have a prep tomb that is just uh, three house lengths of uh a narrow hall from under your house away and it's six by eight and it has everything you'd need for two years of hiding from Mm -hmm. an enemy you've got white bread in a cupboard mayo in a cupboard um sexy sexy m&ms and of course uh all the one tree hill and friday night lights anyone could need um, we'll of course censor this, but you have a lot of original parts of the Caribbean merch and treasures hidden under your bed and a fully assembled Ikea couch. Um, you also have a lot of ex-girlfriends and their fathers who are uh, mad at you or are potentially the enemies who could be coming for you in this prep tomb of yours. But uh, until that day, um, you will just keep inspecting it, adding cobwebs, playing the Monster Mash to keep them at bay. Uh, you also have a friend, or had a friend, excuse me, named Mark North, uh, who unfortunately you found in this long, narrow, scary corridor. Uh, his body, decomposing, had been there for some time. And on this day, you met him face-to-face and did what any negative person would do. You pushed him the back half of the way into your room at the end. Uh, and that's where... You saw him. You mentioned he was decomposing, but uh, this is where you got the first good look at him. Is there anything that you could figure out from the look of him as to what may have happened to him? I uh, I can answer that with a, another question. Is a knife in a back, does that look like a murder weapon to you? Is a knife in a back, does that look like a murder weapon to you? Yes. I'm going to need to see the gelatin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If I were to see it on a gelatin body and see it stabbed in someone's back, I could probably tell you that, yeah, that could do it. That could be murder. 
That's very interesting. Now, do you recognize mm-hmm. the knife? This was from my collection. This was my most prized Pirates of the Caribbean knife. It was one of the knives that have like a little thing to block your fist in case you want to punch and then stab or from a stab to a punch. And at the very bottom, it had a ruby attached to it. It's called the Ruby of the Knives of the Sea of the Fourth Wall. And it's awesome. And now it has Mark's fucking blood on it. And I'm pissed. For Pirates fans, I mean, where does that appear in the movies? It's on the spinoff series on Amazon Prime. I didn't know they it's had called, one. Yeah, it's a cartoon. It's awesome. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so this knife's from the cartoon? Yeah, it's really great. <laughs> it's actually the whole reason. It's it's like a prequel series, and it's the whole reason that the, the Pirates universe starts, because it falls from space and crashes into just some normal, like, Neanderthals, and then they... They're like, that's pretty cool. Let's start drinking rum and hijacking bitches, and then they do it. And that's pretty much how the whole series goes. Oh, yeah, I know what this is. This is a Skype theme song. One second, I'm going to click hello, and I'm going to add this person to the call. Hello? Yeah. Hello. Oh, hi. Hey, Chuck. Hey. <laughs> it's Melissa. Hey. It's it's me, Melissa. And I know what you're thinking. Yeah, I'm a dentist. It's Melissa the dentist. Dentist Melissa, please. Of course, sorry. <laughs> Doctor and captain and stuff, they get that title in front of their name. I think it should apply to dentist too. I think you can t- say doctor. Can you not? No. Oh, I do not have a degree. Oh, okay. Self-imposed yeah, dentist license. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, free, I'm freelance. <laughs> okay. Well, M- Melissa, she, she's good though. Don't don't let her that. Don't let that freak you out. She's good at her job. Don't let me freak you out. No, I'm not freaked at all. Welcome to the call. This is uh, Kill to Death, the show Thank where we you. solve murders. So, um, uh, what what brings you to the show? Oh, where Chuck goes, I go. Oh, I usually I usually come in about half an hour after. Normally, it's frantically running into whatever Starbucks you're in to be like, it's true. But the moment has long passed at that point. And in this case, yeah. I believe him. So there, no, no need, Melissa. Wow. Don't worry about it. We're all on the same page here. I believe that it happened. It did. Trust me. You showed you showed me the goo. The goo that was his body, right? Is that what you're? Yeah, yeah. To? The muscles and blood that was left when, once you had pushed him the length of that tunnel. Yeah, because then I had to push him back out, but to show you, I had to push him all the way through the tunnel again. Yeah, you pushed him back and to be like, this is what it looked like once I had pushed him halfway. <laughs> <laughs> but then you had to go the full length again back to the end room. Exactly. Yeah, well, good to see you again. Thanks for showing up a half hour later. Always. I always got your back a bit after. <laughs> How do you two know each other? Obviously, close friends. Yeah, but we don't eat. That's not even where we met. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll never believe where we met. Do you promise to believe us? <laughs> I promise to believe you. Okay, good. Because if you didn't believe us, we're going to have another friend show up in a half hour who shows up in a half hour after Melanie. <laughs> or Melissa. Melissa. Oh, yes, Melissa. It's Melanie who oh, shows up. Oh, you're such a dog. I'm dogging, dude. I just love sex. He does. He does. Is this one of There's your exes? Of, 
Uh, well, we were never official. Mm. Melissa's dad doesn't hate me, so okay. I wouldn't yeah. consider her an ex. We were a mutual split. We decided we were better off as friends. Nice. That's actually how we met. We were dating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I believe you. <laughs> okay. I know it God. sounds wild, but I'm with you. I believe it that people will meet on a date. <laughs> oh yeah. What's your favorite? What's your favorite flavor of fluoride? Who's this to? The room. <laughs> okay. The listeners, right in. <laughs> well, Melissa, you know mine. I'm a bl- blueberry kind of guy. Blueberry kind of guy. Give me mint. Oh. Don't have it, can't. <laughs> what do you have? But th- to be honest, I don't have blueberry either. I have uh, plain fluoride. Oh, yeah? Unflavored. Yeah. You ever tasted fluoride on its own? No. No, yeah, you refuse every single time I offer, and it's the right choice. Thanks, Melissa. Tastes awful, and it's too concentrated. This is like raw that you get in a Wemyss-labeled jug. <laughs> and Melissa, are you uh, a prepper as well? You're obviously close friends with one. Uh, yes, but I know what he's probably told you, and our methods differ. We okay. both agree, you know, you should be prepared, and you should think about future enemies um but you go down i go up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hey hey See. can you tell why we broke up now you know <laughs> yeah yep mm-hmm. yeah we had so many dates at ground level as a compromise oh. which nobody wants to hang out there oh no <laughs> that's nobody the worst of both worlds snakes and lattes uh, or bowling uh we go we go to a park sometimes Oh, disgusting. That's a wolf for me, dog. Mm -hmm. So you have a bunker, what, that's high in the sky? No, not a bunker. Okay. Uh, A plane. uh, uh, No, uh, jumping. Okay. (laughs) So there's not a bunker for long. (laughs) Right. Uh, A bunker that lasts however long you can spend up in the air on a big jump. Exactly. But if you get get on a good... Uh, elevation to begin your jump and you have a lower elevation closer by you can prolong the airtime. this is right. some of the stuff i've learned <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> uh, it sounds like you're just planning to jump off a high place <laughs> oh oh crap now the listeners know bleep that we bleep haven't that. said where we haven't said where we don't even know if you're That's in north true. america no and it's not the cn tower <laughs> Right, so you're so hoping for one long bunker as you throw yourself off the CN Tower. <laughs> That's right. Okay, so what prep does that involve? Just prepping how you would get to the top of there? I've managed to get myself a badge that activates the elevator, so even if it's oh. off hours, I can swipe that right to the top. Yeah. All the prep I need. Nice. I do picture it kind of going like Jetson style, like a, it's like a... Beep, 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 like a future elevator, you know? Yeah, it just flies oh, up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it just zips up there. Oh, you, okay, you're not going to believe this. It's just a regular elevator there. What? What? It's not a future elevator at the CN Tower. I know, this is what I've learned. How many times have you gone up there to scout the place? I go up there almost every day in case it's the day that my enemies come. 
This ah, is what it means right. to prep. So who who are your enemies? I mean, we we know in Charles's case, it's exes and exes' fathers. Uh, who who's coming for you? Oh right, yeah. For me, it's very similar. Uh, do you know Dementors? <laughs> right. Yeah, it's the Dementors from Azkaban. Did you escape from Azkaban? Is that why? Exactly. Yeah, and if you escape from Azkaban, they track you down. Go Good man. Try and suck your face. That's yeah, right. The kiss you this of death. guy was a quick learner. You yeah, I got a long text <laughs> on the break. I sent it. <laughs> well, you knew she was coming. It's been a half hour. She should you be didn't up to bake date. Bake me a cake. <laughs> oh, oh, she's a, she's she's good with those zingers. God, she, she is good with you're those looking zingers. good, by the way, Melissa. Anyways, thank you. Yeah, I'm uh, I've tightened up. I'm sure you have. <laughs> So did you know um, Mark North as well? Were you kind of all... all oh, cool. He was a trusted friend. You were all trusted friends. It was the three of us. Oh, the three. And whoever... Actually, no way. Wait, someone else you would have joined no. later. Yeah. So, <laughs> they did. Oh, okay. And that's how you met? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so there's a solid four of you. Who Who is this fourth? I mean, they're, they're not... They're the last to join the call. They're the last to join the group. I mean... Who is this person? His name's Brendan Kane. Brendan Kane. Wow, you said it right in unison. <laughs> <laughs> well, unlike Mark, you want to say it in unison. Mark North, you want to rush to say Mark it North. first. See? See? Melissa, Melissa knows. knows. She's really good at that. She's really good at that. Was that... Yeah, of course. I'm a good friend. <sighs> was that what uh, his funeral eulogy was like? Just everyone trying to say his name the fastest? <laughs> Yes. Very distracting. Very distracting. Yeah, I was trying to focus on looking at the body. And these people keep saying Mark North, Mark North <laughs> over and over. It's very distracting. It's so distracting. I was yeah. trying to see if it moved. And and I could and you can't tell because you're distracted. Mm. Yeah, so we don't know if that goo <laughs> seeped. <laughs> was the goo seeping or not? I don't. I was too distracted by the sounds of Mark North Mark from North. a crowd of hundreds. You won that one. You won that one, Charles. <laughs> you won that one. You Thanks. did win that one. Okay, so um, this Brendan Kane. Um, I mean, what's his story? How did he meet you guys? Well, we were dating. <laughs> yeah. you, were, you were all dating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a four-way not... date. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was at the same time. <laughs> yes. But then it quickly didn't become a four-way date. Yeah. There's, there's not much, there's not much redeeming about this Brendan Kane. No, but he was part of the friend group. Works at the spaghetti factory. Oh, and he's bad one? at his job. Mm-hmm. That's the one. All right. But um, you must have liked something about him, surely, to, to keep him around, right? Hanging with the group. I just assumed Mark liked him. Oh. I, I, and I thought you liked him. What? And Mark thought you liked him. Oh, but none of us <laughs> liked him. <laughs> no, and Shit. I did talk with Mark about this. <laughs> did so you I before? Mark North, before he died? <laughs> Wait, did I talk to him before he died? Yeah, it was before he died that I uh, talked to him. Because I had a lot of questions if it was after. Mark North died. Mark North. Fuck. Damn. He has yet to visit me. Post death, 
Oh, we all like made him. a pact. Well, the he's four in hell. Of us. I think. I mean, that was Charles's consensus. Yeah, oh, I absolutely. Yeah, I told him he wasn't hell. baptized. He wasn't baptized. Yeah, you think right. he can visit you from hell? <laughs> Buddy, you we're could... in hell. Oh, the yeah. digital age. That's right. Look around you. <laughs> uh, you can't. You're on your phone. <laughs> I can't look anywhere. Oh, I'm on this, my phone. Uh... <laughs> She's good with the zingers. <laughs> She is good, man. She is. You're really too busy good. on your apps, on your music app, on your CAA app to look at the world around you. My call app. It's for bird sounds. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, unfortunately, um, for this person who's not here to defend themselves, my suspicions lie with this uh, fourth member of the group that no one liked. You think this was shitty Brendan Kane? No, I mean, this couldn't have been no? fucking dumbass fuckface Brendan Kane. There's no way. Why not? Too stupid. He's so dumb. How is he going to figure it out how to put a knife in a back? <laughs> he can barely hammer down that spaghetti. He he's He works on the line a- sorting the meatballs and the spaghetti at the factory. <laughs> yes, and he mixes them up all the time. Oh, they can't, yeah. they shouldn't be mixed up. No, that's the one job with spaghetti and meatballs is you don't mix it up. <laughs> they can't touch. <laughs> it's, it's so like simple. That, it's like that uh, I love Lucy bit and he has to keep eating them as the as the thing gets faster, the conveyor belt gets faster. Just a funny image for me. Okay, so. <laughs> but this man. That's nice you got that. <laughs> yeah, and if the listeners also want to picture yourself. it. You know, th- that one's free. Close your eyes and picture that. <laughs> but the um, you think th- to do the deed him- himself, he'd be too stupid to pull this off. Well, I don't know. He does always like to crawl in dark spaces directly behind Mark. Yeah, and he always has that knife from the cartoon. Yeah. What? What's he doing with your knife? That's a good question, Melissa. What is he doing with my knife? I thought you let him have it. He was always playing with that thing. He said, look what I snuck. <gasps> that little rat bastard. Are you serious? He told you he snuck it? Oh, he... I thought... Oh, my God. He had full access to all your treasure. He knew where it was. He was selling it one by one on what? the internet. What? Charles, when's the last time you've taken an inventory of your parts of the Caribbean merch? <sighs> Not 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 recent enough, I guess. It's probably... He sold an original Jeffrey Rush cutout. No! Oh! He sold it to me! You, Melissa! Give it back. How much was it? No, it's in my stash. Uh, how much did he sell it for? Yeah, where are you... He sold it... He sold it to me for 35 grand. Undervalue that piece of shit. I knew he wouldn't care about it. God. Well, no. It was pretty folded at the bottom... I think when you were storing it, it got crushed, so it was damaged. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't mint condition, I guess. Sorry, I'm not perfect. No, it's not your fault, but I'm saying it was valued appropriately. I didn't overpay. I know what I'm buying. (laughs) (laughs) Can you see why we broke up? I mean, this never stops with us. Two eggs in a pot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Where where are you storing stuff, Melissa, if your plan is to just... Trump off the CN Tower. <laughs> what do you mean it's in your stash? What do you mean? I don't know when that day's gonna come, and in the meantime, I want an enjoyable life. 
I want to be oh, surrounded by house. the people and the things that I care about. Mm. So this isn't about stashing as like prepping. This is a different. This is a regular stash. Exactly. I was buying. Yeah, I was buying this for decor. Oh sure. Okay. It, All right. I it's see. not just to- decor. It's not just decor. It should mean more to you. I don't fucking care about that thing. You should want oh. that ratty ass folded cardboard. Oh, oh, I see you, why you do broke up. I'm starting to wish it wasn't Mark North who died. I'm starting to wish it was you who died, Melissa. Oh, don't wish that. I'll say it again. I'm starting to wish it was you who died, Melissa. Wow. We're still good friends. I still value you in my life. I don't wish harm on you. Yeah, we didn't work out romantically. I, you're still a special person. Well, Melissa, right. baby, you can... I just think you fucked up that Barbosa cutout. Hey, it was not my fault. You know how hard it is to crawl through a two-house-length tunnel? It looks like you shoved it under a couch. It was under a bed. Oh, okay, well, bed. when you fold something, I guess it, it looks very similar, whether it's a couch or a bed. Yeah, it, it, would, it does come off that way. I'm sorry. I think I'm just going through grief. I don't mean to come out at you like this. It's. I get it. I get it. We just earlier today had that distracting funeral. Yeah, I'm oh, still that was today. Up. Yeah. Yeah, it was so distracting. Yeah. Right now we're inside the home at the buffet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And no one's talking. No one's making noise while they're eating. Well, except us. It- we're on Zoom. <laughs> Yeah. I'll let you guys get back to the sandwiches because I'm pretty sure that uh, this wraps up a successful episode of Kill to Death. It was oh. that stupid idiot, Brendan Kane. He had the knife. Oh, fuck that. Tw- it, it, I'm starting to think we shouldn't ask him around anymore. I bet I, he was thinking the same thing. Because he's probably just plotting someone else's murder, I think. I don't know. What if he was... What if he was the person the whole time out for us? We've been prepping against ex-girlfriends and uh, dementors. It, it was Brendan the whole time. We never thought about We didn't Brendan proof up. We were underprepared. Oh, oh my, my God. God. My worst nightmare. <laughs> oh, no. You got to get to the CN Tower, and I'm going down to my bunker. You go to your bunker. I'll jump off the CN Tower. <laughs> Oh, hey, guys, it's Brendan. Oh, hey, Brendan. Oh, it's Brendan. Hey. Thanks what what hey. are you guys doing on the Zoom call? I was just Zooming with two other people. Um, Griffin looked like logged off for a sec, but he's back. Yeah, my internet. Oh, so I guess it's oh, just yeah. the three of us now. Three cool. of us. Brendan, we just know you from the Toronto Improv community. Yeah. We think you're a good guy. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah, I, I like both it. of you a lot. Didn't um, know you even worked at the old Spaghetti Factory. I do, yeah. Hopefully, uh, one of these days I'll be owning that bitch, but we'll see. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Steve used uh, Steve used to work at uh, not only Red Lobster but also Lone Star. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, you put uh, in your work with uh, chain restaurants. Yeah, and uh, I own both now. You'll get there, buddy. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, I, I mean, what brings you here? What brings <laughs> you? Uh, what brings you on the call? I mean, oh, yes, I you, were, looking... you were being talked about, I guess, but uh, now you was have I? the floor. Oh, cool, yeah. I was just looking for a friend, but uh, since I have you guys, just want to say, so good to see you. 
Did you see anyone go any direction, maybe up or down specifically? One of each. Yeah, one down and then one up, then down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cool. Okay, well, I'll, I'll get to the bottom of this. I, I heard your ass is going to jail. What? No, I'm fine. I had nothing to do with Mark North's death. And <gasps> Mark North. Mark Mark Nor- <clears throat> yes, you guys love- must have known Mark North. Mark North. <laughs> only by, only by uh, recent uh, stories told on this very show. But he seemed like a great guy, and, and rest in peace, Mark North. Mark North. Now, funnily enough, we didn't even bring up that's why you were going to jail. Oh, you said Mark ass. North, Mark North. <laughs> God is I, I killed Mark North. I killed Mark North, and I was here to finish the job and kill my other two friends because ah, they really okay. mean to me, and neither of them like me, apparently. So... That's what you guys got me. Sweet. I want to thank uh, Brady Schumer for our art. I want to thank Zach Aaron for that rock and theme song. And I want to say you can uh, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, email us at kiltedoutpodcast at gmail.com and suggest a murder. And um, there's another show that I know you're a big fan of, Griff, as well, that we do. If you uh, want to tell people about it, we've swapped our roles. Now you have to say how much you like this show. I'm going to be honest. I am actually a big fan of this other podcast what? me and Steve do. Yeah, I like doing it. All right. And honestly, listening back is fun because I remember the fun I had with you recording it. Um, this is called Griffin and Steve Guess the Movie. And this is a Sonar Plus exclusive. You have to pay money. <laughs> um, on, Apple, on Apple Podcasts, if you subscribe to Sonar Plus... It means, first of all, that you get all Sonar Plus bonus episodes from all the other shows mm. um, on the network. Mm-hmm. Some bonus content, some, I don't know, ad-free episodes. That's true. All ad-free. But this is our special show that we do just for over there. And we each prepare five clues about a movie for the other person. It's very, very fun. We just had a recording session recently. Yeah. Um, and I got a little drunk. And they're always good. And they're always a good time. Brendan, what uh, what is a good time to you, and what do you like? Good time to me is uh, hanging with my now two best friends, and what I like is good podcasts that are sometimes free and maybe sometimes not free. Anything else you like? Yeah, so check out podcasts that are free and podcasts that aren't free, listeners. Good plug. Thanks. Oh, I like improv too. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, is there any any specifically people should see? Oh yeah, if you guys are in the Toronto area on May seventh, you should uh, come down to the Transac and see me do some improv with a Blair McMillan and some special guests, perhaps. Oh, May seventh. Mm-hmm. This will be May seventh, and uh, yeah. oh, oh, great. Wait, well, yeah, let me there? check. Uh, Steve, quick vamp. Well, um. If you uh, love podcasts, this are... episode will be out May fifth. May the wow, fifth that's be pith. with you. That's pith. What? It's perfect. Dude, that's pimping. <laughs> so in two days, check it out. Where can people find out about that online? Does the show have a name? Uh, it's called Milf. Uh, man, I love funnies. Super clever. Super awesome. That's good. That yeah, no, we'll, yeah. So there you go. Look up Milf. And it's at the Transac. 
Look up MILF. Go on your your browser and look up MILF. (laughs) I just hope it comes up. Search Toronto (laughs) MILF. And this one is, um, for all our listeners, MILFs or otherwise, keep your stick on the ice. Killed to Death is produced and recorded by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky and is a proud part of the Sonar Network. Music by Zach Aaron. Art by Brady Schumer. Special thanks to Mike Mangiardi, Katie Lure, and Tom Shank. Please follow and like Killed to Death wherever you can so the boys know how to value their worth as human beings. has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.